We're figuring out. Just trying to do the best we can. <laughs> We're doing our best. That's our that's our slogan. This is Stella Moonbeam Show. And today we're talking about online dating. Online dating. Uh, I want to hear which apps you've been on. Like if you could oh list God. them for me. Okay. Well, I've been on Match. Yeah. I was on Match in college. Match is paid. Correct. Match is paid. Um, I think when I had done it, it was like one of those free weeks. Most heavily OkCupid okay, and Plenty of Fish. Right. When I was in, when we were in New York. Yeah. I was on those. I remember you introduced me to Plenty of Fish and I was confused by it because it just felt like so janky to me, but I guess it's just Canadian. So right. you do for sure get the jankiest people, but you also get the widest net. Yeah. So, you know, it's a trade-off. Pros and cons. And then I was on OkCupid. Okay, right. Which is like cute. Sure. But it's also, I mean, it doesn't mean the people are cuter. No, absolutely not. I also did eHarmony. But that, I also, I did the whole profile and I did like the free communication weekend. And then I just like, was like, I feel like I can sift through some more janky people. Yeah. You know? I, I paid for Match for one month, I think, or like whatever the minimum buy-in was. Right. And I got so few hits on there that oh. I was like, screw you. Like, I can have no one this talk to me not... on free apps. I've been on... Okay, Cupid. Right. Which for me was the most robust because you can really lay out like who you are and do all those dumb questions. Totally. And, and filter people out by like, are you an atheist? Yes or no? Yeah, that's or, like, right. Are you a Nazi? Yeah. Are you a juggalo? Um, so. Oh, yeah. That's a big deal. So okay. that one I found like it was a little bit easier to to discern and filter through right. the dum-dums. But aside from that, I've been on Soul Swipe. Okay, I don't know about this. This is a black dating I app. was going to say, is Obviously. this like the new black planet? Because... So I think originally it was called something else, like equally stupid and offensive. Like Ebony Swipe or Yeah, something. just like brown, brown yeah. town. Oh. These sites, in my opinion, and apps are just like very overwhelmingly white. And yeah. I needed to get some melanin coming through. Yeah, 100 I get that. So I was just like, where are we at? Mm-hmm. So then I went to the black one, which, by the way, white people did infiltrate. But I think the, the place where I've met most of my suitors oh. is Tinder. And right. I, I think the reason for that is just because the people are, everyone's lazy, including myself. And, like, it's just the easiest to swipe quickly. Mm-hmm. I would say that more people were interested in me who I also found interesting on Tinder. Whereas in OkCupid or maybe some of the other apps, like, people would be like, oh, my God, I'm in love. And I'm like, ew, gross. Like, I really liked for Tinder. Okay, mind you, I was there at the beginning of, like, before we were, like, very clear. This is a hookup app. OG. Right, OG. And I really like that it's vetted through Facebook and your friends. And I'm like, oh, if you know right. so-and-so, it vets it a little bit more. And you know by your relationship to that Facebook friend. Yeah. Like, do they have good taste? Is this like a high school friend? It's my worst friend? Right. And I don't, if you know them. Hate you hate in advance. You. Unless you're like a coworker. Like <laughs> yeah. that's. I, I like that you kind That's of true. have a real life. It makes it a little bit more comforting because you're you're of the understanding that this is a real person. Yeah, it's not a fake profile. Yeah. Yeah. Which like spoiler alert, sometimes it is still a fake profile. Yeah. I I had to really comb the archives in my brain of all the terrible dates I've been on. I'm like already upset. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. And I'm gonna go from least worst to worse. Oh, okay. But they're all bad. One of my favorites and early on 
OkCupid dates okay. was in my neighborhood. So this is my MO. Whenever someone wants to meet me, I always ask them to come to my neighborhood. I, that way, if I hate them, which is likely, I can get home within 10 minutes. I went and met up with this guy who called himself a musician, and he is also biracial. Um, he's late, which is irritating. Like how late? Uh, he was probably a solid 15. Okay. And my other part of my my MO is to buy myself a drink first. Like, I'm usually on the early side, and I know that about myself, so I just want to get myself a drink get to set. remove the pressure, yeah. though, too, yeah. where he's not like, okay, now I'm going to get you a drink. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm good. And then if I like you, we can do a second one. Yeah, up. Yes. Yeah. So I had done that, and then he comes in, and we start talking about race. This fool tells mm. me he doesn't see race. And I was like, what do you mean you don't see it? And he's like, yeah, I just like, it's not really a factor. And I was like, but what do you mean it's not a factor? It's 100% a factor. How is it? It's a factor in literally everything, sir. Ignorant. So then he goes on to tell me that his white mother had oh. taught him to not see race. And I was like, well, she's wrong and you're wrong and I hate your mom and I hate you now. It's so like she didn't know she was sleeping with a black dude. Yeah. She hate no your whole idea. family and I want to get out of this bar and I hate you. So hated him, did not get that second drink and was like, good night. And I started to walk home and he tries to like walk me to the corner and this fool tried to kiss me after. <gasps> what? <laughs> I did not kiss him. But my favorite part about him, which I don't remember his name at all. Uh, my favorite part about him is that he texted me for... Uh, at least once a year for what? several years after that. What? And it would always be between like 2.30 and 6.30 in the morning. So one time I, j- I never responded to any of them, any of the yearly check-ins. Good for you. Thank you. And then one time I was like, why? I just responded, why? Like when I did wake up at a normal time, like at nine in the morning and he was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, do you really think it's appropriate to text someone you had one date with four years ago? And he right. was, and he responded and said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Okay, I mean, we don't have time to deep dive into him. Yeah. But I have so many questions. Like, what are you doing? Why are you still pulling up my number? Why do you have my number? And what is your thought process? Like, you know, we didn't really connect on that first time. Sure. But I think now, I think it's our time. Several years later, I've learned more things about race. I'm ready to talk to you about them. And I checked in with my friend Paul to get a man's perspective. And he was just like... Men are idiots. Like, he literally wasn't thinking. He just doesn't know. No, he's horny. That's it. And I was like, okay. Which I understand, but also, like, can you learn? No. Well, he did after the final. He never texted me again after I... I said, why? But I bet you he didn't learn in his life. He's doing this to some other No, there's a new moonbeam out there in the world. person. <laughs> so, like, that one didn't really stick with me for years. Like, whatever. It was just yeah. bad. But uh, my second favorite one. Another late guy. Is another late guy. Yeah. And so, do you remember? I don't know if you remember, but we used to work together. Oh, my gosh. Did we? We used to work that together. That was you? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. And we worked in Midtown Manhattan. Yes. The beautiful Midtown Manhattan mm. garment district. Mm. Just, like. Gray buildings and... Yeah, no food. Mm, Port Authority. Don't get me started on those tourists. I mean, if listeners don't know, but they filmed like the Bourne Ultimatum right across (laughs) from our office. Wait, I didn't know that. Oh, 100%. Look for that Port Authority car, uh, police car chase scene. And my coffee dude took a picture with Matt Damon, which he waited to yell at me when I arrived for my coffee. The guy in 39th and 8th? Exactly. Oh, he was a sweet guy. So sweet. So we were to Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. And this guy, me, is like, I live in Jersey. Would you mind meeting me in Midtown? 
midtown like for a drink and right. I'm like that's it's like a straight path jump sure and yeah. I was like totally fair and fine yeah and I can still just hop right on that train right. home after yeah so I'm like all right you choose you choose a spot mm. this fool Mm-mm. chooses Mm-mm. a sports bar gross in Times Square and by the way this is in the like beginning of my Twitter days and I live tweeted the date and it was oh yeah very funny oh for sure so he is texting me he's like oh my god there's traffic and I'm like hi have you heard of rush hour like and have you heard of Manhattan do sir? you know what this place is <laughs> he ends up being over 45 minutes late mm-hmm. to this date solid yeah and I'm just like laughing I mean luckily I have all my Twitter friends and I'm like laughing the entire time because it's right. a mess right he finally shows up he's very apologetic he right. clearly feels like embarrassed that he was so late so we end up having a date that's fine we wrap up the date and I'm like all right like in my head I'm like I'm never gonna see you again like have a good one and he goes the bill comes (laughs) and it's probably 30 dollars right and this fool is like you just have you just leave the tip and I was like I'm not leaving shit Mm -mm. I'm not leaving shit because sir you were 45 minutes late Mm -hmm. to this midtown sport bar Mm -hmm. location yeah and I already bought myself two drinks bro yeah yeah I was like you want me and I asked him too do you you want me to reach in my purse and get six dollars to put down on this bill yeah and he was like oh oh just don't worry about it so then he asked me on a second date so that was a good one also reading the signals just really well yeah Yeah. i've met some really socially aware Mm -hmm. men yeah so he's my second favorite okay but who gets the cake (laughs) the grand finale (laughs) so you know i had a big crush on this guy on the internet And I ended up meeting up with him. You know which guy Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And I ended up meeting up with him, and he broke my heart forever. Yeah, I remember. Shattered into a million pieces. So sad. He ghosted me hard. And uh, so I agreed to meet this guy, like, right on the heels of that, probably the following day. And he had been, like, trying to FaceTime me and shit. So he was like, come meet me. So I finally agreed to go meet him at a club. Like, first of all, who am I? No. Who am I? What am I? What do I think I'm doing? I don't know. So I meet him at a club at like 11.30 p.m. Mm. on like a Saturday. Like As a proper... all great love stories begin. Yeah. <laughs> like a proper club night. Yeah. So I go get, I get to the front and he's standing there in the weirdest fucking outfit, like a crop top. What? Yes. And his friend literally looks like the spitting image of the brother on Napoleon Dynamite. Gross. Like the little one. Yeah. And he's wearing a fanny pack mm. and he's wearing acid wash jeans. Mm-mm. And I'm like, we already got a couple of problems here. But I'm not in the best mental state. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. And so I'm still hanging out with him talking. You're just to- trying to rally. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to be loved. Yeah. So I go to this club with him and we're hanging out, dancing in the club. And he's like, I can't hear you. Like, I would love to talk to you. Can you come to my house? Oh, God. And my dumb ass is like, sure. Oh. So I text my friend, hit her with, I dropped a pin. And was like, <laughs> this is where I'm at. <laughs> like, come find me. Yeah, yeah. And, and avenge me. Yes. If this man kills me. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I live downtown, no problem. We're at, a, we're at the club downtown. So oh, he's like, I okay. live downtown. I'm like, bitch, you live in San Pedro. Yeah, that's not the same. We were in a car for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, you live in the hood, sir. Mm-hmm. So then we finally get to his house. Mm-hmm. And it's like this artist compound. Oh, that's not a house. No. No. And so we're, at, we're, getting, we're in the hallway getting to his unit. And he, and he turns around and he shushes me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you, 
what's happening? And he's like, and I'm turned by the way, I probably have yeah. three or four drinks. And he's like, we have to just like keep it down because um, people are really serious about the sound here. And I was like, so you brought me to a library? Like, I thought the whole point was you couldn't talk to me. And I'm like, obviously, that's not the whole point. Like, I already knew what his agenda was. But I was like, I'm not keeping it quiet. So I just maintained my loud ass voice. Great. So we get inside and he's like, do you want anything to drink? I'm like, yeah, I would love some water. Mm -hmm. He's like, try the soda. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. About, basically That's what I asked for, yeah. basically. You have Fanta, right? So we put, <laughs> Great. I, would, I would love a squirt, yeah. actually, if you I would have love, one in Do you have A&W root beer? Oh, only Barks? No, thank <laughs> no, you. No, thank you. I'll pass. Yeah. So he's like, try this. So I take a sip, and I was like, this tastes like weed. And he was like, yeah, it's weed soda. I was like, you what? can't just... You can't spring that on someone. You can't dose me, bro. No. No. I was like, you don't even know what my relationship to weed is. And no. you're pouring me a weed soda. So I'm like, this guy's a creep. Yeah. But I stay for I reasons mean, unknown. Yeah. I would say from the time I entered his home to the time I left, probably 20 minutes elapsed. Okay. But it felt longer than that. Oh, yeah. Because you're trying to plan all this. Games. Yeah. I was like, okay, when how long is it going to yep. take me to get home? Yep. So then he goes, you have really pretty feet. And I'm like, all righty. And he's yes. like, can I get right? And he's like, can I give you a foot massage? And I'm like, sure. Yeah, I can get into that. <laughs> yeah, that's Even approved. if you're creepy, I'm going to bank this. That's approved. Yeah. So he starts massaging my feet. We're chatting quietly, right. very quietly. Whisper chats. Yeah. Hey, so like, where did you, where'd you grow These up? Great, yeah. yeah. So then um, he's rubbing my feet and we're talking and I'm getting kind of tired because I'm actually like elderly. I like to be in bed by 1130. Slash you've had drinks and you're having your feet rubbed. Yes. <laughs> Bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So I turn around. Oh no. And this man. So rude. Had pulled out his unit. Mm-hmm. And he just had it sitting there. And I was like, I said, I turned to him and said, why is your dick out? Yeah. And he goes, it's just skin. Yeah. Is what he said to oh, me. Oh, well then my bad, sir. Oh, my apologies, sir. Keep I your penis out then. I realize it was just your epidermis. Oh my goodness. I was like, bruh. So I was like, you know what? I'm all set. So I get up, yeah. I put on my shoes, yeah. I like call an Uber. Yeah. All of that takes place in like 20 seconds. Yeah. He looks dumbfounded. Yeah. Like, just like, what? We're not connecting right now? I left his house in one second, got home, never spoke to him again. He texted me at least twice a week Mm -hmm. for like five to six weeks, Mm -hmm. being like, I miss your energy. What? And I was like, which part? Which, the club energy, the like non-skin energy? The anger? Yeah, which... Is that what you're referring to? The whispers? So he was, he tops it for me. I really love how in tune and aware they all are. Because what, what was his end game? Like he was like, she's going to turn around and just be like, oh my gosh, your skin? Amazing. Love that skin. Can I pop on that? I mean, I refer back to the wisdom Paul gave me, mm-hmm. which is that men are horny. That's I'm it. horny too. That's and it. I have never just like rubbed up on someone, whipped out my clit. This has never <laughs> happened. It's just skin. I'm never just like spreading my legs and being like, bro, it's just skin. Hey, take a sip of that weed soda. Let's yeah. go. I've never tried to dose a guy in my house. <laughs> like these all feel like even he's, at my dumbest. Yeah, he's a creep ass. So yeah, I've not found love yet. Um, Shocking based on <laughs> these amazing suitors. But I want to hear about your online dating history. I don't have as horrifying, I don't think. Yeah. Or maybe I just have low standards. I'm not sure. Not The jury's still out. I did not date a biracial guy. He was actually full black. 
Okay. And light skin just happened to be like, I have black parents and I just happen to have a light right. thing. And I'm not clear why he had a college ID on him. He was definitely like, we were like 25, 26 at this time. And he was able to whip out his college ID where he had flat ironed his hair. Okay. And so I automatically was like, I'm judging you. I have to go. You flat ironed your hair. Yeah, I have to go And now. you clearly have a fetish for Japanese specific women. <laughs> He had like a thing about anime, and then he kept talking about like Yuki, and I was like, "Uh oh, oh we're." Did taking... he have one of those pillows? Not that I'm aware of. He probably got one he, of them he pillows. Probably, yeah. He, you know, was going in on that, and then he lived on the Upper East Side. Okay. Okay, it's one thing like you live where you live. That's what you find. Whatever your situation is, he worked in Jersey, Mm-mm. Lower Jersey, Mm-mm. and he lived in the Upper East Side by choice. His commute was like an hour and a half each way. He wanted to be in the he white. He wanted part of town. to be. In the Upper East Side. Yes, that was very concerning. And and also the fact, like, why is this coming up so much? Like, yeah. I don't want to talk about the Upper East Side. I've already closed <laughs> that door. And you keep throwing it open. He's like, you must know. Did you make out? <laughs> yeah, we did. We definitely did. <laughs> and then I was like, well, that was Friday night. Bye. And I never talked to him again. Which was great because I was like, at least he didn't hit me up. I was like, I don't want to have a follow-up. Yeah. It's way worse when we're not on the same page. Because no. it's like, you had no idea how much I despise this. Yeah. But that's the thing about being on the same page and about online dating. Specifically, there's so many more mixed messages or ignorance or like being on opposite pages. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I think, what, which is what I've always said about why I'm not really that successful online is that I have to feel someone's energy to know whether right. or not I'm interested in totally. them. Totally. And I can find someone physically attractive. Right. But not be attracted to them. Oh, yeah. When I meet them. Right. And I'm just like, ew. Yeah. Like, literally, I'm disgusted. Yeah. And get out of my face. Yeah. And whereas in person, it might even be a person that I'm like, you know, doesn't fall into whatever my type is. Right. But I'm really attracted to them for right. whatever reason. And right. it's their energy. It's who they are. Yeah. And you really cannot feel that from a person on the internet. No. And I will say, okay, like on the other end, like I find it's hard to like really suss someone out, you know, via text. However, there are people where I'm like, well, we have like an 88% match on OkCupid. Okay <laughs> yeah. This is not normally my type. Like 510 feels short to me, yeah. you know, and then I've, I've met some really cool people, you know, like I had this dude who's a drummer and you wouldn't have thought he's not my normal type. Such a good guy though. Yeah. Like I wish him success to this day. And even the Aww. way like it ended, like we went on a few dates. I thought he was really great. Just such energy. And yeah. then like he was like, I'm dating other people. I'm going to just go a different way. I'm like, cool. Like yeah. I, I get it. But it was like done with such great things. And I never would have chosen him. Right. Had it not been for like, you know, we had a high match number. So I'm like, I actually appreciate that it forced me to like, open up and try yeah and also I don't think I need to do that with everyone no you don't you know you don't and that's that's a really positive story yeah it makes me think a lot about how I am perceived online but it also makes me think about how like my interactions with these men well it does have an effect on how I feel about myself right and it really does sometimes make me feel super bummed out. Like if someone doesn't choose me mm-hmm. at whatever stage mm-hmm. of online dating, I get kind of bummed. And I feel like the large majority of men that I've met, like 90 
7% just wanted to have sex with me. Yeah. And that makes me feel worthless. Yeah, totally. You never get closure. Yeah. And it's, that part is really difficult for me. Yeah. Like I'm an emotional person. If I meet someone and we go on a date and I think it's good and they, and I never hear from them again, Mm -hmm. it makes me want to stay under the covers for six days. Right. Like that bums me out. I'm like, you met me, you saw me, my most authentic self. Right. And you said, no, thank you. Yeah. Like, how the hell am I supposed to get back on the apps after that? Any sort of rejection, especially when you're into it and you're vulnerable and you're out there, that's tough and it's just a matter of resilience. Yeah. It also feels like, how are you feeling so down when these dudes are feeling so up and totally unrelated? It's like, this is very unbalanced. And undeserved. Right? I'm supposed to feel good. I'm a queen. Yeah. That's the thing about (laughs) online. It gives it, it's too easy to just like stop talking or block someone or whatever. And it's like, I get it. And I know that society is moving in that way, but it bums me out. Like, can't we have a conversation or even like, you're not great with words, but you can at least acknowledge that something transpired or like, I'm no longer doing this. Overall, people are just more rude. People are more rude. There's no investment. There's no no level of investment. People are just like, nope, or yes, and it takes one second, that's it, and they've made a decision about who you are as a person. And it feels like a game. It is. People treat it that way. Right. Okay, but I want to hear about how you met your boo online because you're engaged. Yeah. So I do have a success story. So we connected on Tinder. We were actually Facebook friends. So we met at a bar. And then I was like into him. He lived in LA and I was living in New York. Oh. And he was staying with one of my best friends while he was in New York. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling him, but then I'm like, it's it's 2 a.m. Like what what's going to happen? Like I'm not going to make amazing decisions right now, so I'm just going to go. And then I came to LA and then he matched with me. And obviously now we're in the same city and I know... You know, I know who he is online. That's about it. You know, outside mm-hmm. of like this bar conversation, barely. He thinks we probably would have reconnected okay. even off Tinder. But I also want to tell you, he thinks he asked me out on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, did you? Like a winky face on a comment is oh. so ambiguous. Oh, he thought that was him shooting a shot. Oh, he thought he was like, so we hanging out tonight, winky face. And he was like, I asked you out. I was like. Right. That didn't feel like a hard invitation. Yeah. Wink. Wink. Like, I'm also like, is that a joke? So are we not hanging out? Yeah, like, do you hate me? Very ambiguous. Are we friendly? I don't know what right, this so is. Right, so he claims that he would have fallen, followed through with this Instagram banter okay. where I'm like, I'm glad you came up on Tinder because I didn't have your phone number. I wasn't going to shoot you a Facebook message like, hey, <laughs> living here. What's good? What's good? You could. I could have. I, that's not me. He probably would have hit me up with a yeah. Facebook message if he was like, oh, she's cute and she's here. Yeah. Yeah. Cute and here. Those are two great qualities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> solid start. Yeah. So, but the other thing about our Tinder uh, matching is I saw him. I saw, I was like, oh, this is him. I remember him. We have that mutual friend we met. I'm glad he's on here. Swipe. I would like to connect with you. And yeah. then we had already matched. And I was like, oh my gosh, he'd already swiped on me. Yay. How cool. 
I did not find out till like two dates later or so that he did not know he had swiped me. He was just swiping right. everybody, which is great for my self-esteem. Like yeah, you I feel that he didn't need to share that with you. He didn't, but it's out there. And also I pressed him. I was like, let's hear everything you okay. thought about me. That was a blow to the ego. <laughs> He's like, I didn't necessarily choose Right. You. I wasn't conscious that I was matching you. Yeah. But in his defense, he did make the first message. So we matched, and then I was like, cool. And I closed the app. Yeah. Right. He then hit me up like, hey, like, what's up? Okay, good. And then he got my number. Then he texted me, and then we made plans. Yeah. So his version of the story is... I did pursue you. So even if I didn't know, yeah. if I didn't want to date you, I would not have dated you. I agree. Yeah. So I, I get that. It's still, I love to hold it over him. Like, mm, <laughs> yeah, all you didn't those want swipes. this. Yeah. I mean, that's the true modern romance story of today. Yeah. It, it just is. Yeah. It's like I have heard a few success stories yeah. from people meeting online yeah. and actually being in long-lasting, loving, fulfilling relationships. Right. So I know that it exists. Right. But it's like with you and with the like two other people I know yeah. uh, where this fits, I need to hear the story over and over and over yeah. again because it's so hard to remind myself that uh, I just need to like get beat up totally a hundred times. Before I meet a prince. Well, that's what I always tell like my girlfriends who are in it or now. Or a princess. Or a princess. But I tell my girlfriends now, I'm like, first of all, you have to take breaks because you will not always be in that mindset. It can get really rough. And yes. even if you are the most resilient, you don't have to be into it all the time. The other thing is online dating is tricky in a different way that you and I are not used to. We're of the same age. We're mm-hmm. not coming up with cell phones at all times. And so it's an adjustment. And even meeting E coming like scheduling it via text and then meeting up in person even though we had already met I wore flats I had no idea how tall he was yeah you know what I mean there's like different things that you don't realize like I knew I had a good energy and I and right. I knew we had a mutual friend so I was like worst comes to worst I just made a friend in, who now lives in LA where yeah. I just moved to yeah so that was great but that's the thing is like there's this thing about online dating where you're like I don't really know what to expect here and also are you an axe murderer I have no They could be. They really could be. That shit is scary. It's really scary. And I just, I mean, I have, this is petty, but it's real. It's just like, I have an expectation. We all do. We have an expectation of what the person's going to be like. Right. And talk, speak like, and smell like, or whatever. And if someone (laughs) smells a little bit off, I'm like, I can't be romantic with you no I don't like what's happening with your pH everyone has a little something also that dude who tried to get me on his like salvation army scheme (laughs) tell me about this again where we this was when we were working together and he was working in Jersey at like a salvation army or goodwill yeah and when he heard what I did which this doesn't make sense but in his mind he did he thought fashion yeah I was in fashion he was like let's do this business together we could be business partners and now where you know, if you donate something, yes. so it like goes to the organization and they like sell it so they, they can price like, it. make money. Mm-hmm. He was like, I see everything that's donated. I can just pick out the really good stuff and then you sell it on eBay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ship it. And I'm like, so you do all the work. Basically, so it's, a, it's your eBay it's basically business. His taste level, which is a, I'm not we really don't know clear him. about. Mm-hmm. The next thing is, is when we did finally meet in person. This was before you had met. This is before. So mm-hmm. I'm already that's like. normal red lights a little bit here then his voice was like an upset puppet <laughs> it irritated yeah, me see and you don't was, know he was so loving to me so i was like on the Hi. phone like okay yes that's actually Hi, it. honey yeah so i was like okay 
we seem to have a great chemistry. I like to check in with you. Sure. But also, it makes me think in hindsight, was I just like happy someone was like, hey, how's your day going? Yes, you, you know? were. Yeah. And that's valid. It's totally valid. Like, we we do want that. We want emotional support. Yeah. Like, well, and from then, a person. You know what's funny, and I hadn't really thought of it, is I remember now in hindsight him being like, okay, I, he's checking in. He wants to know how my day is. I had shared certain situations, so he'd be like, oh, how did that turn out? Right. Whereas, like, you had a bestie that you were basically on G-chat with. And All like, day. Right. And I'm like... You know, had I had had her, yeah. possibly I would have avoided this whole situation. <laughs> right. No, that is a really good point. Yeah. Because that's why, that's the main reason why I've never really felt lonely no. or like lacking anything because I have amazing friendships. And you're sharing your life. Like you're open with them. I am. And they're open with you. They're open with me. Right. And so we get to dump on each other all the time. Right. And everyone even knows the like dumb minutia yeah. of my life because yeah. I'm just constantly sharing it. Yeah. And it's great. So yeah. I don't need to come home and be like oh babe no one hears me but you yeah moonbeam yeah hearing your past Uh uh-huh hearing my really rocky past and now my positive yeah outcome yes how are you feeling about online dating now so I have extremely mixed feelings about it and I will be honest most of them are negative right Uh, but my feelings change kind of Constantly, mm-hmm. I give all these apps a break every like two to three months. Yeah. After I meet ten scumbags in a row, you gotta step away. Yeah, it's just like okay, you guys are all trash, right? And I'm not interested in meeting another garbage person. No. And then I'll go back on after three months, and I'll meet a nice person, and then I'll meet ten terrible ones again. Right. And so I just try and check in with myself as often as I possibly can because I definitely don't want to get into a place where it's just like controlling. Um, whether or not I feel positively about no. my yeah it's my true. life yeah. or myself. Right. And I am really authentic on I think all of my like social media sites, like the representation of myself is true. Yeah. And so in in many ways it, it hurts my feelings even more. Yeah. When people don't choose You're me. rejecting the real me, not even my facade. No, this yeah. is my actual self. Yeah. It's a it's a battle. I feel like it's a battle and I feel that it's unfortunate that most of us now have to rely on these apps and sites to meet our booze. And it doesn't necessarily feed me. And so I feel like in terms of my mental health, I'm doing all these other things to make sure that I I maintain that and that I feel good. Yeah. And being on these apps, it feels to me a little bit counterintuitive. Yeah. But I'm still on there. Yeah. I've deleted and re-added Tinder at least 26 times. Right. And Bumble, I'm I'm done with Bumble. Well, well, you tried it. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm not going to be going back to Soul Swipe. So, no. sorry everyone if you're on Soul Swipe, <laughs> you're not going to find my profile right. on there. Left hanging. <laughs> I will say as I was going through all these dates, I had something on my bulletin board that said I want to be in a loving, committed partnership. Yeah. And so anytime I would get down, I'd be like, okay, but that's what I'm up to. Yeah. And I don't have to do it online, but I do have to keep putting myself out there. I agree. And so even when I would like step away, which I did the same thing, like every couple months, I would just step away and then I'd come back probably yeah. in like two more months, you know, it took me a while. Right. And I was like, well, that's why I'm doing this. And it's kind of shitty. And I will say coming through the other end and now being engaged and feeling like, okay, I did find a partner like, thinking even of our first date, I was so much more prepared for our first date yeah. than any other time. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I hadn't had those bad experiences, if I hadn't had those good experiences, like, I really found myself what I was looking for, and I don't think I would have been as open and connected 
2E now if I hadn't had that, yeah. you know? So there That's is good. something, but it's still shitty to go through. I would it even, is. I never want to do it again. It's hard. Yeah. It's not fun. Whoever said dating is fun is a lying ass. It's a guy with their skin out is what that their is. Their unit. Their unit skin. Okay, but to your earlier point, I, I want to make it very clear for myself, too, that it, you don't have to go on or opt into any of these when you're not feeling well. No. And I would highly recommend that you don't. Right. Because there's not much positive that's going to come of it. No. And it's probably going to challenge your your uh, ideas that you have about yourself. Right. And you're not going to be in a good present mind to go on the date. So why not hold off right. until you're in a good state of mind to even be on the app? Right. And then you can go on the date and represent yourself in the best way. Totally, Because I've done it when I've been feeling incredibly depressed. Yeah. And even anxious. And it's difficult to know. Sure. And even if you do something, it's going to be like, you know, whisper foot, dude. Like, you <laughs> just feel. Whisper foot was a result. <laughs> like, you're going to feel so sad. You're just going to be like, all right. That's my boo now. If these are not great decisions, but I just. I'm bummed. I can't do more right now. Yeah. So don't do that. Don't, don't. Don't do a moonbeam. Don't meet the guy at the club at midnight. If he has a friend there who looks like the brother from the Napoleon Dynamite, run away. Strong X. Call that lift. Have it queued up. Right. Thank you for listening to the Stella and Moonbeam Show. Let us know what you think. Leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. Or hit us up on social media. We are at Stella and Beam on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks again. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Bye.